you okay you're saying i'll be you know rain pyramid and stonehenge just is right there they're totally standing right there in the desert or field and everyone goes to see them it's just there they are so what is the mystery uh okay well when i was a little kid drinking sometimes not as often as i drink now in fact let me Oh, I was always hearing that... Oh, that's rough. I was always hearing that pyramids were mysterious, and Stonehenge, too. That they're so big and or complicated, maybe aliens came and helped, or time travelers. You see, pretty early on, if you are a smart kid, you figure out the world is made of really gullible and pointless people. But we're just going to focus on the gullible tonight here on Liquid Explanations and we're going to drink gosh UFO which we did already and werewolf etc okay so you're immediately thinking what I'm immediately thinking which is if you had an endless amount of slaves pyramids are easy you just draw a pyramid in the sand and tell them hey build this very very big and however many die, they die. But to be scientific about it, if we have, let's say me, I had a whole bunch of slaves. Wait, I did say if, right? And not when? Okay. If I had, then I said, build, hey, build me this pyramid I drew in the sand. And they said, yes, boss, we'll do that. But see, then I could see them, they're all standing around and looking at the big, the first big rock cube and they're looking at it and that's about as far as we get because you know I'm not they don't they don't know what to do and I'm not gonna whip people even back then I was not gonna whip people wait I take that back I'm, I do plan on whipping billionaires when the revolution begins like all day baby <laughs> oh please let that happen oh lord okay <clears throat> Okay, I happened to stumble, I was looking at stuff for him, and I happened to stumble on this thing that Joe Rogan did. He got a couple guys on there to discuss the pyramids. And it drifted into an area they call ancient technologies. I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but just uh, hold on. The two guests were the usual goofballs about, like, that you would expect, right? One even had the full Santa Claus beard going. And they're talking pyramids, and they were like, gee... No one really knows how they did it. <laughs> I was like, why? What? Haven't you heard? Um, actually, we do know how they did it. And I will tell you in a minute if you are not aware. But these guys started getting real shifty, especially Santa Claus. He was like, um, well, we, can't, we cannot get into that right now. That would be for a different show. We should come back and we could talk about it. But right now, that's not, we can't, that's too much of a thing on its own. Okay, well, if you have to, if you, you know, you're getting pushed by Rogan. Rogan's pushing him. So what do you mean, ancient technologies? And the guy goes, well, you know, like, um, humans used to have superpowers that they don't have anymore. <laughs> he d Okay, Santa Claus did not put it like that, but that's essentially what he ended up saying. Um, you know, they don't, they do not have the superpowers they used to have, you know, once they learned 
about things like hygiene and dental care. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, t- wait, I'm trying to get comfortable here so I don't keep laughing. And so Rogan is pushing him. Is pushing him, pushing him to mean, what do you mean with these superpowers? And finally, Santa Claus guy, after lots of bitching about it, frankly, not bitching, the other one, prevaricating, he starts saying that we used to be able, ancient humans, to move giant rocks with our voices. Be- I'm serious. Because sound is vibration. <laughs> so, there you go. And part of his proof was that we apparently know that when the ancient Egyptians were moving the pyramid stones into place, the priests were doing a lot of chanting. So these guys think, I, I swear, the, the conclusion they came up with, the, the chanting voices actually lifted the stones into place. Stones that weighed about two and a half tons each. You ever move a refrigerator, like with a friend? Two and a half tons is about 25 refrigerator each, and that's each pyramid stone. Move, move, lifted them with your voice. Ooh. Wow. That could lift a stone. Anyhow. They, they look at the pyramid, and they think sound did that. And not just sound. Human vocals. And they start saying, you know, Nikolai Tesla this... Elemental vibrational diagrams that, yada yada, and it's all based on plasmoids. <laughs> they really did say plasmoid. Which, yeah, I, I get the weird feeling that George Lucas has created people like this. Um, his goofy movies made people it, to have these brains like that. It was, it was a very ridiculous interview. But Rogan would be a nice to him, and I wish he roasted him instead. But that, it's not his way when he gets some of these crackpots on. You know, Carl Sagan said some interesting things about scientist crackpots. There is a small percentage of scientists who go off into ideas that are, you want to say mental illness, but it's, it's more an obsessive compulsive thing is the way to think of it. You know, Sagan talked about this numerologist guy. He did an essay on this guy who was like that. He would show up at science conventions and he could take any quantity, like how many letters in your name, and completely, he would diagram what that number meant and how it could predict the future and how it's connected to so many other things. Now, to be fair, Santa Claus was aware of how nutty it probably sounded because he tried not to get into it. And he had a couple of self-conscious, nervous chuckles at first. But when he really got into it, he really got into it. He even said that he was now free to talk about it because the laboratory doing the research on this in Moldova, Moldova, gave him the okay because they had secured the necessary legal and commercial patents to use the technology of sound vibration in things. Yes, Moldova. It, there's a laboratory there. So, so weird thing people do they get to this weird place in their life where they start feeling that thousands of years ago was where all the superpowers were and so they think oh that's when i should have been born with a super priest lifting things with magical voice powers and probably wizard fights maybe zeus and jesus blasting things and look i know how delicious it would be to live in a time and place without garbage music and instagram people and all that 
but I'm, I'm here to tell you. Yes, maybe people did have more focus back then. You know, less distraction, less continual agitation and complaining, and probably less jackass frivolity because everything was so real and so serious, survival-wise. And yes, if you read Greek philosophy, the small fraction that has survived, it is amazingly thoughtful stuff. Now, they made lots of wrong guesses, but so does cable news, and what's their excuse? Ancient people had everything except advanced technology and true knowledge of the cosmos, lots and lots of science things, and they, did not, they didn't have no superpower. All right, but see, that's what makes them so amazing. Not that they had powers that we don't anymore, but that they had so much less than we do, and they still turned out true genius that lasted forever. That's the damn amazing thing about ancient people. Ooh. Sorry, that I make um, involuntary noises with vodka or anything that's 80 proof. Okay, so here is how it was really done. Pyramids. Now, these big cubes of stone that they build pyramid with, you can get them down the Nile on a raft. That's not a problem. And then you could drag them over to where the pyramid's being built on a sled for those last few miles. Not a problem. Ah, but how do they get them upward as the pyramid is getting taller? Now that is a really good question, because you cannot really use ropes. The, two, the stones are too heavy, and the accuracy of the geometric form requires that the stones do not do things like get accidentally dropped when ropes swing or break, and then the stone bang and smash off chunks of other stones on the way down. You, that, you can't have that. What you need and what they used is ramps. Slide the stone on a sled and you wet the ramp so the sled can slide better. But, 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 here's the amazing thing. You ready? At one time, these ramps would have been just as incredible a sight as the pyramids because they could not be steep. They, st they stone too heavy. And again, you can't have stones get away from you and slide off and crash and tumble down the sides of the ramps and then crack chunks off of stones you already have in place, lower down the pyramid, because you cannot replace a damaged one. You can't pull it out and stick in a new one. So these ramps, as the pyramids got higher and higher, had to become longer and longer in order to only have a slight grade upward. You start getting these huge ramps that are so long, leading straight to the top level pyramid from way far back. So, okay, listen. All right, imagine huge pyramid of Giza. The biggest, that's the biggest one, I think. And you see a ramp leading to the top of it. From certain angles, that ramp is actually bigger than the pyramid. Isn't that wild? It would have been. But yet, it, you know, took them about 15 years and they had unlimited slaves, so... You know, build me a ramp, Johnson. See, no one ever told you about them ramps being so big, except the kid here. That's why you, this is the good show. Oh, cel celebration sip. 
Well, let's see if I can make this through the rest without passing out. But this is a fun one because I like thinking of ancient time and out in the desert and the sliding stones on sleds. I don't know why. Mink kind of reminds me of Gumby or like Lego. Well, I think it reminds me of Gumby and Gumby reminds me of Lego or vice versa. Now, the real impressive thing about the pyramid is how accurately they measured it as they were building it. See, that's because it you do a little it goes a little bit wrong and it's all slopey or weird or you see now that's what bothered me about Santa Claus on the Rogan show because even if priests could chant the stones into hovering and floating into place they could do that with their voice which it's is so stupid it kind of hurt to hear a grown man say that but that doesn't even begin to solve the real problem of how to make a super accurate pyramid shape at that scale. But, you know, they were really clever and careful, apparently. That's, that is the answer to that. But yeah, very long and humongous ramps. Now, Stonehenge, this one's easier because the kind of rocks they used, yeah, some of them came from far away, but they got there somehow, right? Uh, the drag them a long distance or actually might have been glacier glaciers pushing them over there over eons so they they actually the stones were closer by but okay now you got the big rock slabs how do you get them upright and how do you get the one on top of the other ones when they're so heavy and you have just a bunch of silly people in animal skins in no offense okay well here we go so to get one upright, this is cute, you start digging a hole under one end of it. <laughs> and ah, eventually it tilts up because the one end is sinking down into the hole. Easy peasy, okay? But the ones that are laid on top, that was a head scratcher for me. See, I try to guess before I read how they must have done it. And I'm looking like, wow, those are really well put up there. How did they do it? So... Now, enough ropes and levers could have done it, but there's a really clever way that they think they might have done and probably did. Ready? Okay, so you put all the upright ones first by doing it the way I was just telling you about, about digging a hole at one end, and you and they, they just go kind of tilt up on their own. Okay. Well, then what you do, you got all the standing ones there. You cover them all in a huge hill of dirt, like they're buried almost they're like right to the top of them and then you just slide the giant slabs up the mound up this hill you get them into place and then you take away the dirt and voila they're on top of the other ones <laughs> Ta -da! i mean okay whoever came up with that back then they definitely were like king animal skin oh uh, wh whoever you know why don't why do we not build things fun ways like that anymore Right? I, there's probably reasons. I, everything get really dirty. You just bury things first. And then to walk stuff up to, to the top. Uh, yeah. I could see that being difficult. Now we got cranes, so... So, okay, so the idea... Here it is. So them having ancient technology, super-duper tech, ancient powers, superpowers that we do not have anymore, and that's what made Pyramid and Stonehenge. The chances of that are zero 
point zero 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 four percent liquid. So practically zero liquid. So not true. No. But you see, we got to be science here. We can't say zero possible because, as you know, nothing is zero percent possible. I mean, you would think there would be, but I mean, you know, really, really be science. You got to say no. It's point zero 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 zero. You can keep going, but nothing is just zero. I do kind of want to say that lifting twenty-five refrigerators at once with your voice—that is impossible. I want to say that, but see, on the Rogan show they were saying, "Oh yeah, what about nuclear power? That must seem impossible before we knew physics and atoms, right? What would be nuclear power to us or the sun?" Yeah, I don't know, but I think pyramid and Stonehenge happened because. When you do not have internet, a TV, or even vaudeville show, shows to do, or not even books, right? Not even Muppets, unless they did like dead animal Muppets. Maybe they did have Muppets, but just they wouldn't be called Muppets.、Um, now, if you don't, if you do not have any of that, you only got one creation thing to focus on: doing a pyramid or doing a Stonehenge. You could get a lot done. Because damn, I wish I could get that way. See, Stonehenge makes me sad because it's like those rocks are saying, "Okay, Albert, it's your turn. Do something that lasts a million years." God damn it! I wanted to. I, you know, I, next time, did I say anything for next time? I, I guess not. Oh. Okay, slot machines. You think I can't do an episode on slot machines? You just hold my vodka, Johnson. I'll do it. Actually, there's going to be more because there's more in there.